Welcome in, I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is a very exciting new episode of 300 Yards to Unknown. In this episode, I interview Gary D'Amato, who is probably the guy with the largest signed golf ball collection in the world, over 750 golf balls and counting, I might add, uh, in his collection. And I'm not sure there's evidence that anybody else has more. So it's a really interesting, kind of exciting. It got me amped up to talk to talk to Gary about this and kind of see who's in his collection, who's not in his collection, how he goes about even acquiring these golf balls. And I know a lot of you are probably seeing it, sitting at home thinking, oh, I've got a couple of signed golf balls. We'll try 750 plus of them in your collection. It was a lot of fun. I really appreciate Gary for his time and let's get to it. All right, let me welcome in Gary D'Amato. And Gary, this is exciting. This caught my attention. This is something people might find a little weird or a little quirky, but I love what you have going on here. You have one of the largest, if not the largest, signed golf ball collection in the world. Is that what I'm to understand? Well, I haven't checked with the Guinness <laughs> Book of World Records lately, but um, the guy who had the record a few years back, um, I, I've, I've got more than him. So I'm going to have to check with Guinness and see if my, my uh, collection is a world record. Okay. And I want to make sure we have the real time count here, Gary. What are we officially up to right now in this moment? I think it was 768 when I posted the column last week. It is now 769. <laughs> you've acquired <laughs> one. You've acquired one more since this article that I read that I said I got to talk to Gary about. <laughs> you know what? People out there have, um, you know, latched onto the column somehow, and are I've gotten several offers from people saying, "Oh, I see in your list you don't have this ball. I'm happy to send it to you, or I can make a connection for you, and you can get this ball." So one one guy sent me a golf ball autographed by Miguel and Hal Jimenez, okay. and I did not have his autograph. So thank you. All right, so we're at seven sixty nine, but let's 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 go back, Gary. Um, Obviously, collecting anything, I imagine, is a, a passion of love. You know, if it's collecting coins or collecting stamps, why golf balls and why signed golf balls? Because that takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I was trying to remember um, when, when and how I got my first signed golf ball. And I honestly can't remember. I've been doing this for probably 30 years now, more than that even. And why golf balls? Well, I've been a longtime golf writer uh, for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel for 28 years, and now I write for Killarney Golf Media, and I write for a website called Wisconsin.Golf. Um, but as a reporter, you you are it's a it's a sin to ask an athlete you're interviewing or or right. you know who grants you time to to ask for an autograph. So um, I don't obtain my autographs that way, but um, because I've been around golf and golfers basically my whole life, and I've written about golf forever. It just was one of those things I just kind of latched onto, and once the, once my uh, my stockpile of signed balls started growing, I just went to keep adding to it. I guess. So, of the seven hundred and sixty nine golf balls that you have signed, are they? You mentioned not having Miguel Angel Jimenez's autograph before. Is are, are these all unique autographs? I imagine there's duplicates in there. How do you actually get to that official count? There are duplicates, um, quite a few duplicates actually, because. Um, quite often I'll buy someone's collection who's selling an entire collection um, okay. through one of the established golf auctions. There's a couple established golf auctions. eBay, you have to be careful because there's a lot of forgeries on eBay. You know, nobody is going to forge um, Alan Doyle's autograph on a golf ball. 
But Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer, you'll, sure. you'll find a lot of forgeries on eBay of those guys. So I'm careful about what I buy. So when I buy entire collections, quite often, you know, I'll buy 70 balls and maybe I've already got 15 or 20 of them. So I, so I, they become duplicates. Got it. Okay. Now I imagine there are a couple of crown jewels in this collection. Um, what are some of the, the balls that stand out to you the most? Um, I've got Alan. Well, this is a non-golfer. I, I, I do have quite a few non-golfers on, on oh, okay. golf balls too. Okay. And one of my favorites is Alan Shepard. The uh, I guess there's a there's a golf uh, connection because he was the only man to hit a golf ball on the moon. The astronaut Alan Shepard. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's fascinating. I I okay. I immediately went to these are all just golfers, but I guess that opens it up to really anybody and that's really cool so you can you could have non-golfers signing golf balls being a part of the collection even if there is and that's a really cool one with a with a golf connection as well yeah i've got quite a few football players um you know baseball players quite a few celebrities uh i have uh, bob hope bill murray um dan rather just a number of uh big time <laughs> celebrities on golf balls um usually they're part of other people's collections and i buy the entire collection that's usually how i get those Okay, so buying other people's collections is one way that you could acquire these. It, now that you've got this kind of journey that you're on, you know, you mentioned people reaching out. It is are has has the community has there been has have there been people saying, "Hey, I've got a ball for you. I want to be part of this. I want to add it to your collection." You know, um, Pete Kowalski, who was with the United States Golf Association for a long time in their media relations department, is a good friend of mine because I've covered a number of USGA championships. Um, Pete read that column and he noticed that I did not have a ball signed by Carol Semple Thompson, who was a great uh, amateur player, won a bunch of tournaments as an amateur, a um, bunch of USGA championships, senior women's amateurs. And he uh, he forwarded my column to her and she read, read it and said, wow, this is an impressive collection. I, I'd be happy to add a, a ball to Gary's collection. So so things like that are happening, which is kind of cool, you know, that uh, other people have taken notice and actually want to help me out a little bit. Yeah, it is. It is fascinating. And the list that you're mentioning, um, and it's at the bottom of the article that I found, John, at Wisconsin.golf. I'll, I'll link it down below in the description. But this is not only a collection, Gary, but a well-documented collection, my friend. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'm, I wrote a column a couple of years ago that in a similar vein in that I've started playing golf in 1972, Rick, and I have kept track of my statistics from every round of golf I've ever played. So I'm built that way. I'm, I'm kind of wired that way. So okay. yeah, I've got everything collated and um, I don't have them in alphabetical order, but I've, uh, I pretty much know where all my golf balls are and who is where. Yeah. I mean, I'm just reading through the list, even, even some modern major champions, Bryson DeChambeau, two Brooks Kepkas. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty extensive list here. And I think it begs uh, the question, Gary, where do you, where do you keep them all? Where do you, are they all displayed somewhere? Because I know, you know, I, you've, you see these all the time. People um, more frequently will collect uh, logo golf balls from courses that they go to. That's, that's very common. And then right. you generally see a shelf in someone's house displaying each of them. And maybe that's 12 or 36, 769 seems a bit harder to display. <laughs> you know, uh, if you look at an egg crate, it's a perfect vehicle for storing <laughs> golf balls in. There you go. So I've got uh, stacks and stacks of those uh, styrofoam egg crates uh, in my closet, um, just stacked one on top of another. And uh, and that's where I store them all. I display a few of them. 
I've got one of those um, wall-mounted uh, displays that holds like 72 balls, and I've got some of the better ones in that. Um, but otherwise, they're all um, in my closet. Yeah, this is this is so fascinating. You write about um, your biggest score, your recent biggest score of getting a, a 16 signed ball, a lot of 16 for only $183, Gary. And I listen, I I don't know what the going rate for signed mm -hmm. golf balls are these days, but that that does sound like a steal. Well, it was incredible. Um, it was uh, that 16 lot. Uh, included a, a lot of guys signed on Masters logo golf balls. Bryson DeChambeau, yeah. Sergio Garcia was in there, John Rahm, Harris English, Steve Stricker. I mean, a bunch of big names in golf, right? And when I saw that come up I um, on an auction, I thought, well, that's going to go for several hundred dollars because individually those balls would be between 40 and $80 a piece. Right. So uh, I put a, a high bid of, I think, 225 thinking I wasn't going to get them, and the bidding stopped, you know, the next highest bid was below mine. So I got him for 183 and it was, uh, I was excited. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of big name, big names on golf balls. And a lot of those guys I didn't have previously. Yeah. It, it's, it's a really great deal. Are, is this, um, is this journey one that you are working mm -hmm. on every single day? Are you keeping an eye on eBay? Do you have your ear to the ground? Do you just kind of pick them up as they become available? Like how much time in a given week or month does this collection get from you? Yeah, not a whole lot, really. I mean, I'll go on eBay, you know, every couple of days and just uh, immediately search for signed golf balls. And usually I have almost everything that's on eBay. You know, there's yeah. rarely one that comes up that I don't have. Um, and then I look at the golf auctions. There's a, a auction called The Golf Auction, and the other one is called Pure Golf Auctions. And quite often they'll have autographed balls on their auctions. So those are every couple months they'll come up. Um, and otherwise, when I go to rummage sales or, you know, estate sales, I'll, I'll look around. And if I see, you know, I've gotten several balls that way, too, at those kind of sales. It is kind of fascinating as I kind of just scroll through your list here. You know, it's Tom Brady and Ernie Banks and President Bill Clinton. I mean, it's there's something about golf, Gary, that that links a lot of people, right? Whether you're a good yeah. player or not, there's just a lot of people who are golf adjacent. And it's always and I feel like your collection does a really good job of kind of displaying that because it's not just golfers, it's other sports figures, it's celebrities, it's people who, I mean, just imagine them being handed a golf ball. Hey, can you sign this for me? I, I just, it's just such a fascinating idea. Well, that's the other thing. Golf balls are pretty hard to sign. If you can, you can They're really hard to sign. Yeah. <laughs> and some guys are really good at it and have very legible signatures and other guys just do a little scribble, but you know, uh, Phil Mickelson does not sign golf balls and, and Tiger Woods stopped signing golf balls a long time ago. And so people have, I, I should warn people who are listening to this, that if they go searching for a Tiger Woods ball and see it on eBay, I, I would say 95% of the time it's going to be forgery. You have to be careful, mm. but I got my Tiger Woods ball back when he was signing um, very, very early in his pro um, career. He, in fact, he turned pro in Milwaukee in 1996 my son was a teenager, staked him out on the range, got him to sign a ball. And uh, that and turned so, out to be a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't get it signed because I was covering the tournament writing about Tiger, but, but my son got it signed by him. And shortly after that, he basically stopped signing golf balls. Yeah, that is true. A lot of guys don't, uh, don't sign golf balls, don't like to do it. So you've got yeah. a Tiger in the collection. We talked about um, some other, some other names. Is there, is there a holy grail? Is there one that you don't have that you're looking for? Is there someone specific that you'd love to add to the collection? 
Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple. You know, Ben. I've got Sam Snead and, and uh, Byron Nelson, two great players from the 40s, 50s. And the third um, great player of that era was Ben Hogan. And I've got mm-hmm. Ben Hogan's autograph on a couple things, but not a golf ball. And so I'm always looking uh, in these auctions for a Ben Hogan shine ball. They pop up from time to time. They're really pricey. And uh, I've bid on a couple and been outbid. Um, you know, I've got my limit as to how much I would spend. And the other one, the the holy grail, I guess, would be, um, you know, Bobby Jones, the great amateur. Um, yeah. His his balls come up, you know, once in a while in an auction, but they're going to go for fifteen hundred to twenty three hundred, depending on the condition of the ball and how, you know how strong the signature is. Yeah, I imagine. Um, yeah, obviously for deceased golfers, um, and and especially from different eras just the the likely limits of how many they signed, how many are still floating around, how many aren't being um, in other collections or being displayed. It's just probably such a small population of these even existing, I would, I would imagine. Yeah, I would think, especially in the case of Bobby Jones, I don't think, you know, back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, it was probably not very common to sign golf balls. There were no Sharpies back then, so yeah. you would sign them in some kind of ink or felt-tip pen. And those signatures fade over time. So it's really hard to find a good a Bobby Jones that where his signature is really, really legible. Hmm. It's so fascinating. So seven, seven sixty-nine and counting. What's the what's the plan, Gary? Is it is it next stop one thousand? Is it je- like what what's <laughs> the plan here? <laughs> I wish I could tell you there's a plan. I don't have a plan. I, I guess I'll just keep going until uh till I burn out on it or till, you know, um Maybe I'll pass the whole collection on to my son someday and he can do with it whatever he wants. But yeah, there's no plan to stop anytime soon. That's for sure. It's, it's awesome stuff. You know, I want to circle back on a couple of items that you mentioned that I find fascinating. The, the idea of whether it's forgeries or anything like that, obviously now big in the world of kind of sports memorabilia is getting things authenticated, whether you send it off to a PSA, whether it's a, a signed card or whatever it might be. Do you have any that are authenticated? Is that important to you? Is it, it might not even be worth sending it in, honestly, with how long it takes to get back and things of that nature. Yeah, that's a really good question. I, um, there are two major authenticators, uh, James Spence, JSA, and PSA DNA. Those are the authenticators that most people use. I think they're really reliable. I think they do a great job. I do not have I have some of my more valuable balls authenticated. The Byron Nelson, I just got authenticated by James Spence a few weeks ago. Oh, cool. Um, because that's a valuable ball. That's about a $300 ball. But, you know, the run-of-the-mill tour guy who who's never won, you know, it's it would be sort of a waste of money to try to get those authenticated. And like I said earlier, those balls, uh, the, there's not a very likelihood of those being forged because who would forge I right. mean, there's no reason to forge those. No, it's not worth it. There's no market for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there so so generally when I get into some of these really interesting niches or collections or 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 aspects of our game that are that are kind of deep in there, not many people are doing. I tend to find a community, Gary, of other people who are doing this. Is that true for autographed golf balls? Do you have? Um, I, I would call them friends, or do you have others in this community that are also on a, on a similar path and journey that you are? You know, until I wrote that column uh, for Wisconsin.golf, I didn't really know anyone else who collected autographed golf balls. But since I've written it, I've gotten a couple dozen emails from people who said, you have a great collection. I've got 35 balls in my collection. I'm just starting. Or A couple people have asked for tips. 
Um, and like I said, some people want to exchange and trade and, and a couple of people have just sent me autograph balls that I don't have. So I guess there's other people out there doing it. Are there generally tips? You know, if I was if I was sitting here with a, a collection of 35 autographed golf balls and I said, Gary, I want to be like you. I want to get to 700. <laughs> what are some what are some tips and tricks you could offer me? Does that exist? Well, it. First of all, to get that many, obviously, it would take some time, um, <laughs> unless you happen to find someone like me who's got 750 balls they want to uh, sell. So it's uh, it's going to take time to get to that many. And like I said, the places to go are those golf auctions. And then, you know, for fans, go to golf tournaments and bring a few balls and a Sharpie. And, you know, um, guys won't sign while they're playing, but um, after they're done playing, sometimes before they go out to play, they'll sign golf balls, mostly after they're done. And for fans, that's that's the place to get them. I see a lot of people at golf tournaments I've covered, a lot of kids, especially, you know, with Sharpies and golf balls and golfers signing for them. Yeah, especially during practice rounds too. Tuesday, Wednesday, right. their guys are very accessible. They're usually very open uh, to signing autographs. That probably feels like an even better time to get them as well. For sure. Yeah, practice rounds are a great time. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, th this is this is fascinating. So are you... You know, since you wrote the column, uh, you've gotten emails. You've added another to the collection. Are there more in route? Is there? Are there any? Are, are you think you're going to get to 770 in the next day, week, month? How far out do you think you are? Well, I do have a guy that uh, traded. Um, I had I had four Hideki Matsuyamas wow. on the Masters. Yeah, and uh, and so I could part with one of them. And he had a John, Jonathan Vegas, who I did not have. Yeah. So so we're trading. I just sent mine. He's going to send his in the mail. So I'm always looking to add one or two here or there, and, and there might be some opportunities, you know, that, that come my way because of this column. It looks like there are, so uh, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll link the column below, and it's got the full list here. I'll try to keep my ear on. Now I feel like I'm a part of this, Gary. Now <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've got to be out here looking for side golf balls, and I've got to compare it against the list, and i got to see if you have it. And if you don't, <laughs> I'll send it. Now I feel like I'm I'm part of this. This is exciting for me, even though I'm not physically collecting the golf balls. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're an honorary member of the club. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, that's awesome stuff, Gary. Again, you, you mentioned you're a, a writer. It seems like you do a lot of stuff for Wisconsin.golf is if we want to read uh, some of these articles from you, what's the, what's the best place to find you? Yeah, that's exactly it. I, I left the Milwaukee journal Sentinel. I was a longtime sports writer and columnist there in 2018, joined um, Killarney golf media and our, the main, um, the, per the the place I, you can find my writing is on wisconsin.golf it's a website and not not .com .net just wisconsin.golf i like yeah. that i like yeah. that that's pretty that's pretty cool gary damato i really appreciate it this is fascinating i'm glad we were able to connect thank you so much for coming on oh thanks for having me appreciate it